up, Canada, and welcome to episode seven. Watch your lips, PBR Canada podcast. Joined here, as always, we got George out in Grimsby. We got Kemlo out in Bowmanville, and uh, I only brought that up just to uh, let all the followers know that uh, I moved out. I'm out on my own in the dirty schwa back where uh, where Kemlo grew up. What about George? What's up, George? I can't believe you just said the dirty schwa, and I can't believe you just told everybody where I live. First That's of all, what it is, though. That's what it is. It's yeah. the dirty schwa. It's the dirty, dirty. <laughs> Everyone knows it's the dirty. I'm not going to say that. I'm not. I know. I know. I lived in the schwa for a little while, but what? I lived in the schwa. I moved to Grimsby two years ago, and I lived in Dundas before that for a year, and before that I was in the schwa for like. Five. Ah, uh, it's your parents' spot, right? Yeah, my parents live I've in the schwa. There. I've been there. So Jess, yeah. Jesse's the only one not to experience so like, it then. So I lived in the schwa for years, man, and it was like, I liked it. I liked the schwa. Some yeah, of the best did. food. What's well, the best What's the go-to? The Wings place. St. Louis? No. Um, Kemla, what's it called? Crooked, Crooked Uncle. Uncle. Yeah. Crooked Uncle. Crooked Uncle. That was my favorite spot with their wings. They were so big. They were unbelievable. They only gave me like six wings. I'm like, what's this? And they're like, oh, you're fine. I was like, oh, cool. Well, they cheaped out on you. They give us like 10. I know we know the people. Shout out to, to the Rock crew who uh, runs the Crooked Uncle. But yeah, if you're ever in Oshawa, Simcoe Street, Crooked Uncle, unbelievable. Tequila, lime, tequila Lime Wings, money. That's right. We'll not be disappointed. That's right. Tell, tell them Camelo sent you. They'll, they'll, they'll charge you an extra $5. And yeah, they'll shut the door. Why don't we dive yeah. right back into it, boys? It's uh, it's beautiful out there. Things are starting to open up. I know what you golfed yesterday and today, George. Yeah. So, yeah, I did. Um, shoot, he doesn't uh, sound excited. Not, to talk about not it well enough to <laughs> say it on the show. Triple digits. I said I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, um, you talked about it earlier. One hundred and two. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't shoot that well. I shot a one hundred two. I shot a one twelve the day before. Oh, but good. You need to hear me out. Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. Oh. It was at Mystic. Mystic's a tough course. The wind was howling. But I'll tell you why I'm golfing so much. Is because so one of one of my good friends is uh, Lee Delfino, and all the IBLers know who Delfino is. Um, and so we we were just talking, right? Just kind of like shooting the shit. And then in the middle of the conversation, I don't know what he was what he was saying. Then he's like, "Yeah, blah blah blah. You're never gonna beat me at golf, blah blah blah." And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "What?" I was like, "What do you mean I'm never gonna beat you at golf?" He's like, "Oh, like you're never gonna beat me." So I like that low key really really pissed me off. And I was like, "I need to get really good at golf just so I can beat Delfino. That's it. I just want to beat him." So what's you know the, what? What's Delfino shooting? Um, look on a on a windy day at Mystic. Since everyone knows I had a 112, he shot a 95. So Ooh, yeah. I expect better from Delfino. Yeah, well he's good. I've never seen him shoot a 95. I'm telling you, man, that wind was gusty. It was <laughs> gusty. I'm telling you. Well, I'll, I'll fill you in. I got a tee time set up for this Saturday at Wolf Run. So oh, do you? And that's 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 an average course. That's I have I, two more. I have two more this weekend. <laughs> oh boys, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hit the links then, dude. We can't have uh, what happened back in Florida happen again. So you're not well, gonna well, hit the links because nobody says let's go hit the links. What? I was just gonna say, Cam, you can hit the links as much as you want, just as long as not I'm in your. I'm not in your group. I'm completely fine with that because I've seen you firsthand, like we saw in Florida, and yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough to be a part of. 
Um, yeah. Cam, why don't you tell uh, why don't you tell everyone the condo story on hole eighteen? Wow. <laughs> well, so first of all, you know, hole eighteen. It had been a long day. Okay. Um, so first thing about me when I golf, um, as you can tell here, I'm not the best golfer. So when I swing it, it uh, slices hard to the right. So my solution to that is just, or no, it slices to the left. So I just aim it as far to the right as I can, and it'll slice back right down the middle of the fairway. So I'm 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 aiming far right, and 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 just so we're clear for everyone listening, Cam is facing east yes. when he's about to drive north. Go on, Cam. And so I'm pretty much aiming directly. So this is a country club. There's some, you know, there's some nicer cars in the parking lot. You know, I'm aiming directly at this parking lot. But it's hole 18. I need to finish strong, right? So I just, I send a laser. And to be honest, it was probably one of my hardest hit balls of the day. And it is just, just flying towards the parking lot there. And uh, thank God there was one single tree around. Just one single tree. It was a screamer. Dude, it was a screamer. I think the proper golf term is sculled. It was unbelievable. You crushed this ball. We're talking Lambos, Porsches. Oh. It, it was. I think it, not, nothing in that parking lot was under six digits. To, to, that way. to be even worse, I think I'm almost positive Kemla was on the phone with his wife and kids yeah, and he said, "Here, let's watch Facetime." Then we said, "Here, let's watch Cam off." I just couldn't believe it. Like I've had some bad drives, man, but that yeah. was that was unbelievable. Let's let's be clear. I love my family. I didn't Facetime them so they could watch you drive, <laughs> so they could watch me smoke one three thirty down the fairway. Let's get that straight, Cam. We watched you, so we could all get a good laugh. <laughs> it still feels good to hit him one eighty for a small guy like me, you know? Oh, dude, that was yeah. That was that was a power five funny moment. For me, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're all going golfing again. Um, we're not all pinned indoors as much anymore, um, and then I guess that kind of parlays into the theme of the the last few days, I would say, um, where it's starting to get into people's heads that hey, we might actually start getting back outside. Um, you know, I mean, I I saw it was kind of disheartening a couple weeks ago. I saw that Alberta canceled all baseball activities for the summer. I don't know if they're going to go back on that. I have nothing nothing to do with that. I have no input on that whatsoever. But that was pretty disheartening for the rest of the country. But now we're starting to see good weather. We're starting to see rules being implemented where um, practices can resume. Guys can start going back to the gym a little bit um, with modifications. So what do you guys think about all that? I mean, I think everybody has an opinion. Um, and I think right now it's – we're going to start to really figure out who are the guys that think this is all one big hoax and who are the people that are going to take this very seriously. Yeah, well, that's, I don't know. I'm not going to get into the whole political side, but like, if you think it's a hoax, you need to give your head a shake. Um, you know, we we all know somebody who, who's been affected, right? Whether it's parents, grandparents, right? I got friends who are, you know, working at the hospitals and whatnot. So I, I can tell you from talking to them, it ain't a hoax, but not here to debate that for me i think it's just a long time coming right like you know there's obviously like you said there's gonna be modifications there's gonna be new rules that are applied masks whatever it may be but at the end of the day i think what we all really want is just be able to get back on a ball field to do some some type of outdoor activity involving baseball so for me it's a step in the right direction right we don't really know what to expect how long it's going to take how quick it's going to be but uh it's definitely a positive 
Yeah, I think this is where uh, the real work kind of starts. We've been uh, we've been able to get outdoors, kind of start uh, start doing some some outdoor activities that uh, we haven't been able to for the for the past couple months here. So, um, the, you know, there's going to be some new uh, rules implemented. Just you know, once we get outside and, and things like that, and once we start playing again and practicing, it's definitely going to be different. But I think that's when the the real hard work starts, where we're going to have to follow the rules and 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 you know, to 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 a strict to a strict level. So. Um, I think this is where the real work starts, but I'm I'm fired up to get out outdoors. I'm I'm looking outside right now, clear skies. Weather's been so nice past couple weeks, so I mean I'm fired up. It's good timing for it. I'm more I'm more curious than fired up. I'm very curious to see what this is going to be like. Um, well, I think I think what we're gonna do too is we'll we'll be able to learn from these other states going on in the u.s who are opening up and, and doing a little bit more activity than like shoot like i swear there was a game played a little league 12 year old game played in st louis like 10 days ago or something like last weekend yeah. I'm not, like i know I, we, we were talking uh, i was actually talking with joey hawkins um shout out to him with the with the cardinals and, and former whippy boy but uh i think he was saying that there was like a little league game being played last weekend in in missouri somewhere so you know, I think being able to see these other guys like our our brothers in different PBR states, you know, they're going to be able to run events before we will. So we'll be able to get a feel and kind of like a guideline to how things are working down there and how well received they are. I want to see how well collectively as a community we learn from each other because there is no benchmark for this. There is no barometer. Nobody really knows what's wrong. But we do know a little bit of what's right. I'm with you um, without getting into the politics of it. I'm with you, Kemlo. I not for one second do I think any of this is a hoax. I don't think any of this. And, and you know what? It. I have no facts based on that. But but guys are getting sick. And I know people whose family members have gotten sick. That's real life to me. Yeah. And that hits home a little bit. And, and there's been kind of checkpoints for me throughout this whole entire process one of you guys said like it's a long time coming. I think it was Kemlo. What do you mean? It's it's only been a, like two months, even though it feels like six. Yeah, that's the that's thing, the right? crazy part, right? We like, we would have only been playing for three weeks here in Ontario. That's what I'm saying. Is we were in Florida, you know, it it is May 21st. We were in Florida the second week of March, so we are just north of two months even though it feels like five. That to me is what the challenge is going to be is it feels like the days go by quick and the weeks go by slow. Yeah. And that has been the biggest challenge for me where it feels like right now, I mean, everyone that everyone that can call me has been calling me because they know I'm at home and I'm doing my best to try and call everyone. But now my life is mainly phone calls, FaceTime, Zoom, Google chat, emails, it's staring at my computer a lot of the time, trying to get work done, getting on phone calls, trying to accommodate everybody. And so when we do get outdoors, it's going to be interesting to see, well, how do teams in the CPBL do it? And how do teams in the OBA do it? And how do teams in Quebec do it? And in BC, I mean, we were talking about this earlier off the air about how PEI has their return to act play and, and some of the rules Look, I don't think anybody's in a position to say something is dumb right now. Do you guys agree with that? It's gonna be it's just different, right? It's like you know, diff- people are people no are right probably gonna have to play with masks on, you know? Like there's gonna be masks worn. I think it's I think anybody who who was a tobacco chewer 
It's over. It's over. This is, it's over, man. Yeah. There's no more dipping on the field. There's no more spitting. There's no more gum. There's no more seeds. And here's here's the frustrating part for me is everybody saying, I want to come back to the field. I want to play baseball. And then all of a sudden they announce modifications. And I'm not talking about MLB. I'm not talking about the money. I'm not talking about their salaries. I'm talking as juvenile and mundane as saying you are not allowed sunflower seeds, and then everyone's saying, well, this is garbage. This is bullshit. I want seeds. I want gum. So now it's not enough, and that's my biggest fear, is when we get outdoors and we start playing and we start practicing that it is not enough. You got to pick your battles, man. You got to pick your got battles. It. You got to pick your battles. And what do you really want? You want your kids to play? I mean, I, I, I was telling guys, like, look, a month ago, when I heard that rumblings that I was going to have to wear a mask in the facility and out on the field, I was like, there's no chance I'm doing that. I'm not wearing masks. And that was a month ago. Now today, I'm waiting for my mask in the mail. I've got masks coming. Like talk, I've talked to people at PBR about bringing masks in, and I know Kemlo has too. And at Fieldhouse, we're talking about bringing in masks. Like That's just the way things are going to be. Um, it's the new mass production. Everyone's pivoting their businesses to make, it was to make hand sanitizer. Do you wear, now, do you wear, do you wear a mask when you go to the grocery store? I don't, I don't. And that's, Cam, Cam, you wear a mask? No, but I mean, I'm also like, I'm in grocery stores every day for work. So I would need way too many of them. So you, hold on. So you're, Cam, a, hold on. Is Cam, Cam, you don't wear a mask? No. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, I mean, I probably should. But yeah, so yeah, we're just we're not provided them at work, and I just I don't know. I just I think there was one once we got back from Florida, and then I went through my isolation. Then went back to work. They were just sold out of them everywhere. So I just I just stopped looking after a bit. It's crazy. You couldn't buy hand sanitizer, then you couldn't buy toilet paper. Well, now they, you can't buy face masks. Yeah, like you said, man. For for us, for when we you know we're preparing for that, you know, because we will we will hold events here at some point, right? At some time, we're gonna get back to it. And we're going to do everything we can to push to, to help these players and, and push and promote them. But like I'm going through it right now. We're looking about how to buy gallons of hand sanitizer on Amazon. How do I buy masks right for, for potential participants at PBR events? This, this is something that's going to be real. And it's it's not just going to be pushed aside a, a month later at the end of July. Once we all get outside, it's, this is something that we're going to remember for the rest of our lives, man. It's where were you during COVID-19, right? You'll be able to. You know, talk to your kids, your grandkids about it and how it was and how we reacted and what it was really like. So, I mean, we're looking we're looking a lot ahead uh, at things that might be rolling out here soon. Um, but if we look back, actually, at the past couple months here, I know everyone spent a lot of time on Netflix. And uh, one of the biggest shows, I think, that came over during that break, and it was kind of perfect for, for sports fans like myself that uh, didn't have any live sports to watch. Uh, ESPN rolled out their... Uh, my, I think it was, well, it was The Last Dance. It was a Bulls uh, documentary, but uh, Michael Jordan was the main piece in that one. So uh, that documentary. It was a Michael Jordan documentary. Well, it was technically and on. I'm, I'm also going to add this. I, I just realized how many times you sit there and say something over the last seven episodes and you go, a sports fan like myself. And I'm like, Cam, we, we know you're a sports fan. I mean, I know no, no one can see his room right now. I see two Brady jerseys. Nope. I see a Michigan flag. We, I know you're a sport. Blackhawks. You're gonna give me the whole tour? No, no. <laughs> that's, 
That's enough. Give me the whole tour. We know you're a sports fan. You don't have to sit there. The more and more you say it, the more and more I'm like, man, I don't even think he watches sports at home. I think he's just watching Netflix. Just a fraud. You probably got that John Tavares picture in your your little Michigan Michigan pillow and and blanket covers when you're 10 years old, eh? Yeah, well, you know, with both those fan bases, we both grew up uh, sad children, but. I mean, I heard a rumor that Jesse lived in the basement of the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. I would believe that. I would absolutely believe that. Jesse might intern there. Jesse might get a job there. Jesse might own it one day. Jesse might be in it one day. He's probably got all kinds of things that he can add to it from a collectible item. But Jesse, God bless Jesse. I hope he's doing well. But yeah, The Last Dance, man, like. I I'm loved it. Sure, I watched I'm pretty it. sure anybody and, and everybody watched it. The, it's pretty limited you know, on what we can go through right now with Netflix. We're all looking for something new to watch. But, like, it, yeah, man, everything you've heard, just the competitive side, just the whole behind the scenes, like them knowing it was going to be the last year, I think it was cool that they were able to film it and get the whole Dennis Rodman side of things and, and Scottie Pippen and how he had to deal with, you know, the salary and everything like that. So, if you haven't watched it, you've been living it was, under a rock. It was it, it's incredible be, their ability to extract stories within stories. Um, I was a kid back when when that was happening. I mean, I think I was like eight years old, eight to ten years old when this was all. So I didn't know. I just knew the Bulls. I knew Michael Jordan. Pretty much what any other kid knew. I didn't know all the details, and when I started watching it, I loved Scottie Pippen, and then as it was going on, I hated Scottie Pippen, and then by the end, I loved Scottie Pippen again. Um, I didn't know this was all going on, but you—I think you're very naive if you think that this is this is just about sports. So if you think that this is just your sports fan type video, or sorry, documentary, it's not. It's about so much, and it was about like their adversity and what every player went through to get to where they are i didn't know that stuff about steve kerr and i didn't know any of that stuff and i didn't know that him and mj never talked about it which is incredible you know what i mean that they're teammates and the same thing happened to them and i'm not going to spoil anything um but if you watch it you'll know and it'll hit you a little bit so i would highly highly recommend that families you got kids i I would show that to your kids that's going to teach you a thing or two and if they take away one thing from the last dance, it's that Dennis Rodman is an absolute animal. I, I, I let my boys. My, Kershaw knows who Michael Jordan is. Kershaw knows Michael Jordan is the best basketball player ever. CJ walking around thinking, thinking he's Michael Jordan, and they're four and six years old. Absolutely, let your kids watch it. Certain parts you might have to fast forward or hit the mute button every now and then, but but cover their eyes, cover their ears. Alrighty, that's enough of Jordan and Netflix there. Moving on to our 2021 rankings that recently dropped. We got to see a ton of them in Florida right before all this happened, taking on uh, some pro talent. So uh, I got to uh, take a look at these guys right before these dropped. So some fresh fresh looks at these guys. What stood out to you two from this list here of 2021s? Um, for me, I'm, I'm looking at the top, and it is very, very top-heavy. You got Mitch Brad at one, Hamill at two, Core Jackson at three, Brando at four. Those are four Team C guys right there. Obviously, Core um, wasn't able to be with Team C, suffered an injury. But this is a really loaded group on the top end. And even though you'll notice that a lot of them are going Juco, you've got a lot of D1 talent here. But I think that 
with the entire COVID situation, you're going to find a lot of 21s that are going to end up in JUCO based on the fact that there is a lot of opportunity. There is a lot of money. Um, there's a lot of scholarship available, but man, we've got an uncommitted number four in Brando, an uncommitted number six in Turner's Bulgeric and Drew Lawrence and Will Droll are uncommitted at 10 and 11 as well. Um, I love the class, you know, it's extremely talented. I'm excited to see what they're going to be like. And whenever we do get on the field, man, it's, there, there's a lot of talent on the field. There's a lot of arms here, a lot of underrated guys um, th- that I'm think, really excited to see. I think one of the things about this class, too, is it's deep. You know, you can go down, and we're, we're scrolling down here through, and you get into the 28s and 29s, and, you know, you got committed guys up there. You got Aaron Manias, the left-handed bat at number 30. You start getting into to the 40s. You know, you got Sebastian Kahn. He's a two-way guy out of the Mississauga Tigers. We got to see him early at a couple of events. It's a, it's an arm on the mound that's going to be interesting for schools to take a look of. So so for me, when I start talking about the 21s and looking at them, it's, it's the depth of that we got here in Ontario because there's, there's some quality players here. And I know it was, you know, we, we racked our brains for a little bit and, you know, a few argues, a few tips back and forth about who was where and who went what. But you know, I feel pretty good about it, and you know, there's there's talent for for anyone and everybody throughout this class. So, definitely some guys here you need to stay on. There's so many guys that we've talked about in the past too, right? I mean, you're looking at Malcolm Shirley, you're looking at Owen Stevenson, you're looking at Connor Thiel, you're looking at Aaron Manias, a lot of guys that we've spoken about, and they're they're not even in like the top ten. So that tells you, like Kemal said, I mean, the talent that we have in this group is is awesome. You know, um, whenever we do get the arm, sorry, I don't want to cut you off there, but let's talk about left-handed pitching. You know, if I'm going to cut you off. It's going to be for something good. And we all know everyone likes left-handed pitching. So like, I, I think in this class, like at the top, you got guys like Droll, you got Shoemaker and Clark from GLC, Woodcock, Montgomery. We saw them early on, right? You got newcomer Josiah Stairs out of the flying squirrels here in the Cambridge Kitchener area. Like, Cole, Springer, Taylor, Maud from Ottawa. Like, there's guys all across here from a left-handed pitching standpoint. So a hot commodity, as we know, in, in in any league or any system. Yeah, and speaking of cutting me off, I mean, you look at our left-handed pitchers, and only one of them's committed on our list. Yeah. That's the crazy part. It's number one. It's Mitch Brett. You got Droll, Shuey, Caleb Clark. You got Nick Woodcock. You got Montgomery. You got Stairs, Cole, Springer. That list, he's right, man. That list is good. Only the, one of them is committed. The thing that stands out, too, a lot of these guys can spin it, right? It's it's a lot of good, clean action. So if you're a college coach and you're going through the site and you're looking for some, some left-handed arms, get to that Ontario 21 class immediately. Catching-wise, you're looking at guys like Justin Jang up there, Andrew Savage, um, Colin Simbolista is another guy, Tyson Mifflin. You know, there's there's a lot of talent, man. Um, I can't speak enough about it. Obviously, you know, when we look at our rankings, we we take a lot of time, um, you know. But like you said, I mean, if I'm a school, I'm kind of diving into these rankings a little bit because a lot of the recruiting is going to happen over video. And the reality of it is that, yeah, I I truly believe a lot of these guys deserve to have a school in the very near future. And I think it's going to happen for them for sure. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a good point, George, just with the video, right? And and kind of to what we've been doing a little bit as well, right? Guys, you guys have been great. Parents, kids, keep sending on your videos. We'll keep pumping them out through our, our social media channels. You know, it's it's 
definitely, you know, for the time being, going to be, you know, probably the easiest and best way for you guys to get in front of college coaches, right? I know those. we talk to those guys all the time, and, you know, they're not doing too much. I think some of the JUCO guys are starting to get out a little bit, and, you know, we're, we're starting to see some events kind of from the PBR standpoint creep across the country in North America, but, you know, the four-year schools, these guys are just video scouting right now, like a lot of us really are. That's the truth, you know, and right now, based on where we're at in the pandemic, if you're on Twitter and on Instagram like everybody is right now because that's where we live, you're probably noticing that the other PBR states are beginning to roll out events. And with that, I mean, I, I'm pretty comfortable saying that we're in the process of doing the same. We plan on running events at some point this summer. We're in the works with them. We've got the fields. Now it's just a matter of which events we're going to run, when we're going to do them. So keep an eye on the website, keep an eye on our Twitter, keep an eye on our Instagram, because you're going to start seeing events roll out. And a, a little word of advice to every single person out there that's planning on registering for our events, if you're expecting, and it's not just for events, it's for baseball. If you're, if you're expecting that you're going to go back to an environment that is normal or the way that it was, it won't be. Things are going to be different. Things are going to be adjusted. They're going to be modified. Um, but we do take it very seriously at PBR. I know that uh, I know Kemlo knows that I know Cam knows that we we take it very seriously. So as these events roll out, I mean, we do appreciate the patience that the parents and the players have had with us. But man, I just get this vibe that as soon as we get outdoors, we're going to have a lot of kids. And I can't wait to see all the players out there um, might be some trial and error here and there, but there won't be any trial and error with how we conduct ourselves, how we run the events the safety of the players, taking care of everybody, our staff. Um, there won't be any trial and error there. We're, we're going to lock it down. We're going to make sure everybody feels comfortable. And I'm, I'm jacked up for it, man. I'm excited to get back on the field. I don't care if I have to wear a mask. I'm jacked up for it. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely going to be following the protocols, one that we put in from us as an organization, but two, just what goes on here in Ontario and across the country as well, you know, with our guys out in BC and you know, across other provinces, we're going to make sure we follow all the guidelines. Um, and, yeah, like you said, George, it's going to be different. Who knows what it's going to look like. But, uh, you know, we're in the process of just following the guidelines, planning, making sure we're ready because we understand that there's going to be a need for it, right? And, you know, there's guys who, who definitely going to have to get out there and get some video and get some updated stats and guys who are going to be who are going to impress a lot of people when they do. So, um, you know, we look forward to being able to bring that to you when the time's right. Uh, but, you know, for now, just keep doing what you guys have been doing. Keep working. Keep staying in that garage. Keep throwing those weights around, going on those runs. Get that long toss in and, you know, just keep abiding by the rules as we can. You know, don't stay. Don't go to Trinity Bellwoods in <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> oh, my God. That's look, it look. right there, though. That's it right there. You You hit it on the head. For me, this... I've been I've been hesitant to to chime in at all on social media with regards to COVID, with regards to the way things are going. But for me, it's th this has turned into a rules thing, you know. And and you know when I when I was a kid, you know, my dad always made fun of me, or still makes fun of me to this day, that when I was a kid, I always used to stick my finger in in the outlet in the socket. Um, which probably explains a lot about me, but the only, but he jokes about it because he says the only reason I did it is because he said I couldn't. Absolutely. And, 
you know, and that's why I did it. And he was like, man, you never used to do it. And then one day I told you don't do it when you never did. And then all of a sudden you started doing it. I've never seen that many people at a park at once so close to each other ever. And I'm sure it's happened, but I've never seen it. I couldn't so believe I, it. Uh, it's wild. So I guess Woodstock. Seen at Woodstock. Woodstock. Yeah, you know, stuff like that, you know, boots and hearts. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. Okay, I get it. I get it. A festival, a party, something. Ribfest, sure. What, wasn't the mayor, wasn't Tori at the same park? I have no idea. I'm almost no. positive. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. I have no idea, and I'm not even going to dig into that. Yeah, I'm a sports uh, reporter. We'll stick to that. Keep yeah, let's stick to the this. sports. <laughs> Cam's a sports fan. Let's stick to being a fan of sports. Yeah, in uh, case anyone doesn't know. <laughs> Sports. In case nobody knew, I I, I might have mentioned it once or <laughs> twice. So did Cam Brady jerseys are still hanging in spite of that horrendous golf performance. But we could talk about that another time. Um, but no, that's that's the thing, right? Is is the socket theory for me? Is I never used to do it until my dad told me I couldn't. So what's my point? Is I'm, I guess the only take I have on this whole situation, as of now that I'm willing to share is, this is in my head turned into a rules issue you know it's turned into an issue where we're having a hard time it's it's a rules thing like look like people are allowed to go outside and and i go outside i go golfing i go grocery shopping i i go hang out with my friends but at the same time i'm not rudy gobearing everything that they touch and i'm not holding hands with them and i'm not you know just standing shoulder to shoulder i'm still abiding by the rules and that's all we're asking people to do when they come to PBR events. It's look, just go about your business, just follow the rules. And I think that everybody's struggling to follow the rules. That's my issue. I don't know what you guys think. That's where I stand on it. Follow the rules, we'll, we'll be all right. And, and I can only speak for us. I can only speak for PBR and our events and how we do them. Not everyone's gonna be happy, but we're gonna be doing our best. I can assure you that and our heart's in the right place. Just follow our rules. We'll adjust them as need be. We'll adjust them on the fly. We encourage you guys to speak to us. Give us input. Um, we, we will be reaching out to you guys with regards to, to talking to us about events. Um, but that's that's my two cents on the well, entire thing. Don't stick your finger in a socket and follow the rules. Well, Don't touch that. It's, it's easy for players, right? It. It's easy for players right now to kind of look at it and say, you know, we're, we're going to get out there once we're all back and we're going to follow the rules and you don't have to worry about it, but... I know for me, like after being away from baseball for let's say four or five months, being away from my boys for four or five months, and then we get back to the field, like, you know, you just want to dap them up, you know, you just want to give them a hand, like. So I think that that'll be hard once it uh, once it gets to that point. But uh, you know, we we've been at the events, we love hanging out with these kids, so um, I think uh, don't think we'll have any issues in that regards. But just kind of hearing this is giving me goosebumps. I mean, I can't wait to get back out. Uh, I mean, sunshine, and so I'm fired up hearing about that. It's baseball weather right now. Definitely baseball weather. Baseball weather. Ready to go. That's a wrap for episode seven of Watch Your Lips, the PBR Canada podcast. We dove into the 21 rankings here in Ontario, chopped it up with a return to play and what things are going to look like. So make sure you guys continue to stay locked in with us. And like a high heater up and in, watch your lips. Watch them. Watch them.